Welcome to Flip the Script with Vic, your weekly pep talk to expand and shift your perspective. I'm your host, Victoria Nielsen. Together, we'll unwind all the things you thought you knew and awaken to what's possible when you flip the script and take control of your own life. Are you ready? Let's jump on in. Hello, loves. Welcome to another episode of Flip the Script with Vic. I'm your host, Victoria Nielsen. I am diving into shadow work and the subconscious mind today. I have been doing release rituals for the last seven days. And it's really brought up a lot for me in my subconscious and the things that occurred when I was younger that were projected and kind of programmed into me. And, you know, the term shadow work is is very buzzy in the healing space, right? But I believe that the shadow work, that this inner work of things that maybe aren't so nice to look at are what helps us uncover who we really are. And that this work is really important, especially now as we're in these winter months of hibernation, we have this opportunity to go inward and to really decide what we want to keep and what we want to shed. And so that's why this next month in the Portal Collective, my online breathwork and Kundalini membership is all about shedding. Because as we begin to release, we begin to uncover who we really are at our core. And we begin to shed the layers of other people's thoughts and perceptions and projections that have been placed upon us. Because as kids, we are sponges, right? We're absorbing so much. I I look at my 18-month-old Rocky and he's learning new things every single day. But he's also absorbing everything in the environment, good and bad. And he is forming his perceptions of the world around himself based on these things. If I do X, it's going to create Y. If I cry, mommy's going to come help me. If I take a toy away from my brother, this is what's going to happen. He's creating his reality with all of these things that are cause and effect. And then he's placing meaning on them, right? That if I do this, it means that X is going to happen. If I do that, it means that this is going to happen. And that's how he's creating his world and his reality and and the web around himself. He's weaving it as he's learning. And through no fault of our own, right, we create these perceptions and this reality that maybe is actually false and is based on the things that our parents are still dealing with and the trauma that they are holding on to and that lens that it is giving them to see through the world with. And when we come into this world, we're so pure. The possibilities are limitless for us. We can literally do and be anything. And that is still true today. No matter if you are 5, 15, 35, 55, infinite. We are all infinite. And the possibilities for each of us are infinite as well. And it's only when we can come back to our true creator selves, to our true essence and our true being that we can unlock some of that power. And it is always going to be evolving and changing, right? We can't get rid of absolutely everything overnight. That's not how the world works. But I believe in shadow work that the things that are coming up for you that are are coming to the light, to the surface to be examined are things that you are ready to release. I do not believe that we can do shadow work if, if we're not ready for it. And I think that we're getting cues from the universe all the time about the things that we're ready to release because they come up as triggers, right? They come up as uncomfortableness of unease in the body, those icky feelings that we don't want to have. 
And I've been having a lot of icky feelings lately because of the, you know, the weather and being stuck inside and also because I'm consuming too much. I am scrolling nonstop on social media and placing even more into my energetic field that doesn't need to be there because when we are this clean, pure slate of energy, then that's when creation and divine source and all these beautiful things are moving through us. And so I decided to start this series of release rituals because I was in the luteal phase of my cycle. So the phase right before your period comes, that inner autumn, when you are naturally shedding, when you are naturally getting ready to release your uterine lining, when a lot of the things that your inner critic is saying are coming up and coming up loudly. Your luteal phase, I like to say, is the like, ah, fuck my life phase of your cycle. And what a gift that you get to you know, experience it every single month even though maybe it doesn't feel like a gift in the moment. And, you know, this series of rituals that I'm doing will extend through my period where I am literally releasing things from my body. And so as we follow these feminine cycles, we get hints, right, of opportunities that we're given to tune inward and begin this process. And like I said, you get a chance to do it every single month. But for me in particular, this felt like the most potent time because of where we are in, you know, the lunar cycle, but also because of of just the season of life, right? Of it being that that winter, that deep hibernation state, that chance for introspection. And a lot of what's been coming up for me is things from when I was like three to seven years old. And the things that were programmed and projected onto me around money and around my worth and around really just my existence. And it's through no one's fault, right? We're all human. Our parents did the best they could with what they had at the time. And it's so important for me to work through a lot of these things because I know I'm going to screw up my my kids in, in my own way, right? But if I can consciously learn and shift and grow through certain things, then they maybe won't have to experience them. And you can have that impact because the work that you do on yourself, I've said this before, reaches seven generations forward and seven generations back. So all the healing that you're doing that feels so overwhelming, maybe so heavy and and monstrous, isn't just for you. It is for your entire lineage. And that is a heavy weight to carry. And, you know, I, I get it. I don't I don't really think we should always be healing, to be quite honest, but I am in a a season of my life where healing is the focus. And so I'm going to allow myself to dive into that pretty heavily because I know it's only going to serve me in the future. And I know that that's not the season that maybe you're in right now or others listening. Um, You may be in a season of rest or of play or of replenishment. And I want to say too that healing doesn't always have to be hard. This shadow work aspect that I'm working through this week is a harder part of healing, but healing can also be playful and fun and connecting with your inner child and dancing. And, you know, I really believe it doesn't always have to be serious. And even in these moments of seriousness doing these release rituals, I have found glimmers of joy and of passion and of hope and actually have been tapping into my sacred sexuality and and using that as a catalyst for release Um, Any woman listening will know an orgasm feels fucking good and it's going to help you release. (laughs) And so there's many ways to move through these layers and uncover these layers of yourself. And and so I am working through these stories of money and worth because, you know, my parents 
divorced when I was about seven, but my dad moved out of the house when I was much younger. And through this subconscious deep meditation that I've been guiding myself through with the help of um, Camille Kraft, her name is Vital Mystic. She's the one that put on this release ritual series. I've been able to see just some of the patterns showing up in how I internalized the chaos of that time and how I took on a lot of that energy to say that, you know, their divorce meant something. Because again, right, I was of the age where I was compartmentalizing things and giving meaning to things and creating my reality based on everything that was happening around me. And so I internalized this chaos to say that I was the cause of it, right? That that all of these things that were happening was because I was born. If I hadn't been born, maybe my mom wouldn't feel this way, or maybe my dad wouldn't feel like he needed to leave to go pursue his dreams. And, you know, he wanted to run off and join the circus, essentially. And that wasn't something you could do in my hometown of Key West. And so I internalized that for him to be able to go chase his dreams and have the life that he wanted and and be happy and fulfilled, he had to sacrifice and leave his family. And these stories are not true, right? Maybe they were true for him in that moment, but they don't have to be true for me. And so I'm rewriting them here and now to say that that's not the case, right? That I don't have to sacrifice time with my family to follow my dreams and my passions and be successful. You know, I I can forgive my mom and her anger and I can forgive myself too, right? I was just this little, little pure child that didn't know, right? I feel like I was this star in my own world back then. And that star started to shrink because I, maybe I wasn't getting the attention that I thought I deserved because there was a lot happening around me. Right. And, and my bigness felt like maybe it was, it was triggering. There was a lot of yelling in my house back then, because again, my mom didn't really know what to do with her anger and she, it's no fault of her own. Right. But I've got to work through some of that because that, that chaos and that anger lives in me until I decide to release it. And that chaos on that anger is going to be birthed in my children until it's decided to be released because these emotions and this energy will literally change your DNA and change the way that future generations show up. And so if you can eradicate some of these things now, then they're not going to show up later. And you're going to see changes in the previous generations. I already see such change in my mom and my grandmother just from the work that I'm doing. And that may feel very like congratulatory, right? Like, oh, look at me. Look how amazing I am. But kind of like you have to be your own biggest cheerleader in these circumstances and say, hell yeah, I'm doing this work for myself and my family. Hell yeah, I'm making big changes. And that should be applauded and that should be rewarded. And that is the season of life that I'm in right now. And I'm not going to feel shame around it because recently, you know, I had a really good mentor and friend who she's older and she's just in a different season of life now. And she was one of my biggest teachers and healers. And now she's kind of 180 and really is like, I'm not healing anymore. I'm done with it. I'm tired of it. And I realized it was it was bringing some energy of shame to myself because I always really looked up to her. And I was like, well, if, if she thinks this healing is bad, like, is it bad? Should I not be talking about this? But again, that was a projection that I placed upon myself because I was consuming so much of her content and her energy, right? I was beginning to internalize it. And so I also think it's really important during the healing process when you are so open and fragile during these moments of release and uncovering and and deconditioning that you're really conscious about what you're consuming. And I know lately that I have not been doing that, that I am scrolling endlessly on Instagram. We're stuck inside the house. It's fucking freezing. I'm not getting outside as much as I should. And 
So I am taking on these opinions of others as if they are my own. And then when they are not, I am making them mean something when they don't really need to. And, you know, I had another friend recently and, and mentor, um, I have a lot of mentors. I really, I really believe in mentorship and think that you should work with many different mentors throughout your life because they are going to serve you in different seasons. And it is up to you to then take their teachings and, and internalize them in a way that like you keep what resonates for you and like get rid of the rest. Right. And so, um, this other mentor of mine was saying that, you know, can the, can you make the feelings not mean something? Can you just be sad to be sad instead of trying to say, oh, I'm sad because the the moon is in Uranus and it's cloudy on a Tuesday. Like, can you just be sad because you're sad? And that was a beautiful reminder to me to, to stop placing so much meaning on everything. You know, yes, there is some subconscious work and that is why I am acting the way I'm acting or perceiving things the way I'm perceiving. Yes, there are some things that have been passed on to me generationally. But there are also just times that I just feel fucking sad. And that's it. And there's no more digging to be done. And there is no more internalizing, you know? So I I think with shadow work, the caution that I would give you that I think is really important is that you can get in a spiral of it and you can get stuck in this like need to continuously be working on yourself and even though I'm in a healing portal right now, I am very cognizant that once these release rituals are done, we move into these like manifestation rituals. Afterwards, it's 12 days total. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to say, okay, I'm done with this for a little bit. And now I need to walk the walk, right? And I need to actually integrate all of these things because that's, what's ha- that's what happens if you keep going and you don't stop. You don't integrate. And if you're not integrating all of the juicy things that you are learning and uncovering and deconditioning within yourself like what's the point it's it's not going to stick and you're going to just keep in this spiral and this loop of of constant like needing to be fixed needing to be fixed needing to be fixed and I think it's important to share too that like right now as you are you don't need to be fixed like you are perfect exactly as you are and that may sound very contradictory to this idea of shadow work and healing but you are only uncovering more of yourself as you do this work but you are perfect exactly as you are right now. And you don't have to dive into this work if you're not ready or if it doesn't feel right for you or you know, you only feel capable of going so far and then taking a break. That is perfect and exactly what you're meant to be doing. And it's all in divine time. So you know, as I kind of mentioned at the beginning of the episode, it's not meant to all be done at once. You're not, you're not meant to do this like big release and be like, oh my God, I'm perfect. I'm done. I have nothing else to learn. Like I'm complete here. That's not how the world works. And that's not how life works. You're always going to be uncovering versions of yourself. And, you know, what I really think I'm trying to hit home is just supporting yourself while you're doing that. And knowing that if you're in a state of deep openness and deep healing, maybe have more boundaries and maybe be really mindful of what you're consuming and bringing into your world. If you're in a phase of integration really focusing more on play and having fun and not being so stuck in the like, I have to journal every day, I have to meditate every day because everything goes in seasons, right? And so you're not gonna be in this place forever. You know, come spring, come come March, you're gonna be in a place of taking action and of sprouting all those beautiful seeds that you've planted here in winter and it's a different time. And so if we're leaning into the energy of right now and into that shedding, then maybe you're doing all the things that I'm doing. 
but maybe you're in a different part of your cycle. And even though the world is shedding and, and the world is dormant right now, you are feeling other things percolating inside of you. That's okay. Wherever you are in your spiritual journey right now is okay. And it's okay for you to put it down and pick it back up later. It doesn't have to be something that you, that you do right now if you don't have the capacity for it. All you can do is what you can in the moment. And that's good enough. Can, can you just be good enough this season? Okay, you don't have to get the gold star to say, oh my God, you've healed the most or oh my God, you've done the most shadow work. Can you instead just be okay with being exactly as you are and having it be um, enough because you are enough exactly as you are without having to do anything else unless you would like to. So I will leave you with that. I'm super excited. As I said, the next month in the Portal Collective, my online breathwork and kundalini yoga membership, we are going to be focusing on shedding, doing a beautiful three-minute kundalini meditation called Fists of Anger that I love. And I'll be sharing some of these release rituals that I've been doing this week as well. If you are feeling called to really surrender and receive and go deep in your healing in April from the 8th to the 12th, I am hosting the Return to You Retreat in El Sargento, Mexico. It is going to be a beautiful combination of all of the things that I love, of morning breath work, of cleansing ourselves in the ocean, of being together in sisterhood and community. And I would love for you to join us. We have some open spots still and we have payment plans available. Thank you so much for being here with me. I love you guys. Be good to one another. I'll see you next week. <laughs>